We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Out number three here on Danny and Dusty. It's a football Friday. The Oregon Ducks have the Cal Golden Bears coming into Austin with a familiar face, Justin Wilcox, at head coach. The, the Bears do present um, some interesting challenges and opportunities for the Ducks. They absolutely do. I mean, and hey, a really cool thing that's going to be happening um, tomorrow is with Justin Wilcox, obviously, in the stadium and the passing of uh, legend Dave Wilcox, Justin and Josh's father, uh, who is an Oregon legend in his own right, an NFL Hall of Famer, um, they are going to honor Dave Wilcox tomorrow during the game, and I, I think that that is absolutely awesome and so on 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 point for um, just not just this week, but for that family to be honored. Even though you know a Wilcox is on the opposing sideline leading the California Golden Bears, Dave Wilcox meant so much to the Oregon football. Uh, program and the Wilcox family has meant so much to Oregon athletics as a whole. Uh, I think it's really cool um, that that they will be honoring Dave Wilcox and the Wilcox family uh, before the game tomorrow. No, having him in, yeah. in, in the building and obviously being yeah. able to have the, the the whole family there. Really cool uh, for that is is very cool. Yeah, and I I'm I'm interested to see what they're going to do. They've been honoring uh, Dave Wilcox with a sticker on the helmet all season long, and I think that's been a nice, uh, a really cool touch. Is uh, you know, look, the Oregon football program wasn't known for a whole heck of a lot, you know, back in the day. No, and Dave Wilcox is a guy from Eastern Oregon who, uh, you know, went to I think he went to Boise State. Before Oregon, back when it was like a JC, mm-hmm. or maybe that was his brother, and then they uh, went to Oregon and ended up being one of the most intimidating football players of all time uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. So, uh, pretty cool thing. But I digress. Justin Wilcox and his team are playing. They are, and they, unfortunately, <laughs> you will be on the sideline for what uh, you've checked the weather oh, and boy. what's going on down there. Atmospheric river, my man. <laughs> uh, I will. I hopefully. My socks will stay dry. I'm, I'm bringing the several layers. Socks. Uh, I'm not bringing those, but mm. uh, you're looking at kickoff at 2.30 in the 2 o'clock hour. Two-tenths of an inch of rain is expected in the 2 o'clock hour alone. Two-tenths and I not one-fifth, huh? it's called liquid sunshine. Yeah. Two-tenths of an inch I was uh, also between told 3 it- and 4 o'clock. <laughs> and then... Uh, so for those keeping track now, yeah, we're we're at two fifths. Yeah, we are at, uh, and then another tenth of an inch between four and five o'clock. So you're we you might go through two fifths once he gets home. Hey, yeah. so we are we are looking at a half an inch of rain during the game. I was told by your broadcast crew that it never rains at Austin. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but it may monsoon. <laughs> it may downpour. <laughs> it may flood. Yeah, but this won't even be the rainiest Cal-Oregon game at Autzen. Jared Goff, I don't even remember what day, what year this was. was, I think it was Jared Goff's freshman year at Cal. 
they came up to Eugene and they played a night game. And when I say this, in my in my life, in my 39 years of living in the state of Oregon, I have never seen it rain as hard as it did that night. Mm. Jared Goff went back to pass, and he brought the his hand up. The ball just went there. The ball wasn't there, mm. and he like even like went to throw and was like, "There's nothing in my hand anymore." I've never seen a is one as much rain, but a quarterback is ill prepared to play in said rain. Yes. As Jared Goff was that night. Look, Maybe the, he needed one of the Marino Isotoners. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll, it's a what? second Dan Marino Isotoner <laughs> reference of the show, and Hopefully I'm here for it. No Mr. Winky in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the interesting thing about this is Cal uh, does have their, their their quarterback of the future, yeah. as, it, as it appears, and, and Fernando Mendoza, who uh, after, one of the more fun names to oh, say, absolutely, in football. but. Uh, after only getting one snap uh, against North Texas to start the season, he's played the last three weeks. Okay, uh, thrown two tutties every game, thrown an interception every game, but also has been more productive each week. Yeah, it's a nice little compliment that Cal has, which I don't know if they'll be able to go to uh, because of said weather. But with that in mind, Cal does have an absolute dude in that backfield in Jaden Knott. Jaden Knott is amazing. And look, this when you think of this Cal team, last year they were 10th in scoring offense. They were 12th in rushing offense. I think they were uh, ninth in total offense in the Pac-12. And this year, I, I like think of it in these terms, 222 yards per game. Where do you think that ranks you in the Pac-12 this year in passing yards per game? Dead last. That gets you 11th in the Pac-12 yeah. this year. It gets you 11th in the Pac-12. It's a little bit different. Uh, they are 11th in the Pac-12, 73rd nationally. So they're about middle of the pack nationally <laughs> and at the bottom of the Pac-12 for their passing offense. But their points per game are up. They were one of the lowest scoring teams in the Pac-12 last year. They're currently 5th and 39th nationally. 32 points per game. That's pretty damn good. Their total offense, they were dead last in the conference last year in total offense. They're at 422 this year, right? Which is eighth in the conference, but 45th nationally. So, again, you're, you're sitting there, and you're in the upper half well, think about of, this. of the nationally what offenses are doing. And they, their rushing offense that you're talking about, top 20 nationally. Top I mean, 20 nationally. They're over 200 yards per game on the ground. Jay Knott is a damn dude. He's an NFL running back. Like he that's, is, there's there's no questions about dude, it. Dude, and Jake Spivital is an acquisition that hasn't gotten a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Jake Spivital was like the wonder boy of offense yes. about a decade ago. And he's moved up through the ranks. He was a head coach at Texas State. Now he's the offensive coordinator for Justin Wilcox at Colorado. And his, imp- his imprints are all over that offense. And he's had something for, for everyone this season, which is why yeah. they've had games where – Against Washington, they hang 32. Against Oregon State, they hang 40. Mm-hmm. Against USC, they hang 49. Yep. I mean, you can say what you want about those defenses. To put up real points when you're an offense that has been, I mean, let's be blunt, inept yep. for the last four or five years. It's been anemic. It, I mean, they just haven't been able, they haven't been functional. Yeah. And they go from not functional to hanging 40 pieces. Yep. Routinely, they have gotten, let's see, 58. 32, 40, and 49. I bet you that those combined scores are probably close to as many points or more than they scored the entirety of last year. They're they're picking up they're picking up that offense. They are finding a rhythm right now. Um 
and so what we're what we're seeing though is the common thread with this team is that in their losses and this also translates to against better opponents mm-hmm. they turn the ball over a lot yes and, and that's what they're hoping that that Mendoza, who is a redshirt freshman who's stepping in and played the last three games, can cut down on because has had at least one in every game. What they need to do, though, and this is big for this is huge for Oregon because they have not really gotten a whole heck of a lot of turnovers, man. Mm-hmm. When you look at what really changed at Utah, the two Tyshim Johnson interceptions. Yep. Th- those have been game changers. It, it, they only have seven interceptions on the season. Three of them came in the Texas Tech game mm-hmm. when Tyler Shuck went all turnover crazy. Yes. And they they have not forced a lot of turnovers. They've crunched everything down. They have suffocated some teams um, on both sides of, of the football, really. Their line of scrimmages is where they suffocate you. On the defensive side, they've kept everything in front of them. They have have not created turnovers, though. Mm-hmm. And what we saw last week, if you can create two more, and I think that it's really interesting. They don't play a lot of zone. They play a lot of man coverage. Mm -hmm. And they go and they play zone like in two spots last week. And Taishi Johnson gets two picks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and uh, I think they do a really good job of this in the cinematic recap. Yes. uh, That Oregon does. They they tapped into the headsets this week, mm. and you could hear the headset communication between the coaches. And Landing even said something during that cinematic recap where he goes, "He goes, we play, we play zone for the first time in weeks, and we fi- we get an Taishim gets a pick, mm-hmm. and then they do it again. Like their defense is starting to come around, mm-hmm. and that's the next step, and that's the next evolution for this team to go from good to great, great to elite. Is you do not turn the ball over mm-hmm. offensively." Now you need to start getting it back. And that's what we talked about a little bit yesterday. As as good as Oregon has been, when Urban Meyer's talking about them being the best team on tape in the country and all those things, you look at the the box scores, they've been dominant, but they don't have the tackles for loss. They don't have the sacks. They don't Mm -hmm. have the interceptions. They don't have the forced fumbles. It's the structurally, the integrity of the defense that has been so good, regardless, which is, I, I think, the more impressive thing is that they're doing it without those things. Yeah. They haven't forced a fumble. Since week two, and it's not like this isn't it's crazy. a crazy, which is it is crazy when you just talk about the raw numbers because Oregon is one of the better tackling teams in the country. But <laughs> maybe that's why is that yeah. they are prioritizing wrapping up and securing as opposed to trying to force fumbles. Yeah, but it's whatever they're doing; it's working right now. That next step in that X evolution, get the ball back and look with. Uh, the the part that and this is a, a part about Oregon that you have a little bit more confidence in this year as opposed to years past when you're not one dimensional don't you feel a whole heck of a lot better about these weather games that are going to be coming down the pipeline when weather gets nasty mm-hmm. because what translates is defense what translates the is running the ball yeah. and what translates is not having to rely solely on the deep ball when you have a quarterback who is 80% on first and second downs on the season. Because you can't the physically drive the ball down the field because the the rain will literally yeah. knock it down. And all, all of these like captain check downs for Bo, mm-hmm. well, guess what? He, this is exactly like when you get into cold weather. This is how you have to play. This is where you win games. Mm-hmm. When it starts pouring down rain, and like that's, the, that's a, a good part about this. It's going to be rainy, but it's not going to be like forty and rainy. Yeah, the, it's weird. It's warm. Do you it's like do sixteen you, rainy? Do you look at this like again? I don't, I don't think Oregon's on any kind of upset alert. 
But do you look at a game when the weather could be this sideways and go, oof, ball security could make this get super weird? Yeah, you always that's always a concern. Right. Yeah. And I also, one thing that my eye is on, and I think that every Oregon fan should kind of be weary of, is we didn't see it after the loss to Washington, after the rivalry game. But when Dan Lanning says that was four quarters, that that mm-hmm. was the complete game, I do worry about like there being like a, we did it. A letdown? Because you do it on the road, you do it against Utah, you end their streak, you exercise some demons. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at, like, it's Cal. It's a three-win team. Like, what what are we doing here? It's way better than just a three-win football team. And not only that, after Cal, things get spicy again for Oregon yeah. as, as they have no uh, look USC, Arizona State, and then Civil War. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's it gets a little interesting. This, is it this... going to snow in Boulder? Ooh, is it? I don't know. I it mean, just seems like a time of year where, I mean, yeah, you. I mean, brought... we we had it in the Midwest already, so yeah. uh, I had I, I had uh, I had, yeah. I had relatives in in Chicago who uh, couldn't no. go trick or treating because of the snow. Sixty six and sunny for a high tomorrow. Yeah, so by game time though at seven ish, it'll be more like fifty. Shoot, but yeah, no snow. Low of forty four. Yeah, it's warmer there than here <laughs> at altitude. In the Rockies. Getting, where getting, the, getting weird. Where the women flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I like it. I Goodness like it. Goodness gracious. That Don, John Denver was full of... That John Denver's full of... Man. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.